Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Nonprofit Utopia podcast, formerly known as Nonprofit U. Our podcast is an extension of our community, and we provide a forum where nonprofit stakeholders can share lessons learned and discuss the latest developments in the industry. My name is Valerie Leonard, your host. I'm the founder of Nonprofit Utopia, and we're the ideal community for emerging nonprofit leaders. We provide a safe space for you to improve your leadership skills while building a high-impact organization through networking, professional development, and training. You can find out more about us on nonprofitutopia.com, Facebook, and Twitter. I encourage you to follow us and to comment early and often. So this is a social show, and we ask that you share the link to today's episode in your networks as we speak. Today's hashtags are nonprofitutopia, COVID-19, and COVID-19 stimulus. You can also leave them, and you can post comments and questions, and you can also email me questions at ValerieFLeonard at nonprofitutopia.com. We'll be taking questions by phone and from our chat room at about 2 at about 3.30. Um, the call-in number is 347-884-8121 or 347-884-8121. We encourage you to sign up for our mailing list to keep abreast of the latest developments with the Nonprofit Utopia community, and you can do that at nonprofitutopia.com. The COVID-19 pandemic has been a great cause for concern around the world. Indeed, it should be, with thousands of people dying every day. What we initially thought would be a matter of being more careful about washing our hands and covering our mouths when we coughed has turned into mandatory sheltering in place, closing down the businesses and government agencies and schools and institutions, with the exception of those persons and businesses deemed most essential. Our federal, state, county, and local governments, along with community-based organizations and philanthropic institutions, are stepping in to protect an already fragile safety net for a situation that could last until May or June. However, more than a year later, here we are, and the evidence suggests that uh, we could plan plan for the unexpected for now, at least until midsummer. Um, as far as shutdowns and other unexpected activities as a result of COVID-19. So we need to be ready to make adjustments in our home lives, in our professional lives, and as we serve people in our communities. All right, so today we're going to talk about the COVID-19 stimulus and what that means for us. So the Coronavirus Responsive Relief Supplemental Appropriations Act of 2021 passed last December extends many relief programs from the CARES Act. It also creates several new programs and provides clarity around some of the questions brought about under the CARES Act passed last spring. So we're going to be looking at some of the major provisions of the new legislation and how it impacts nonprofits, small businesses, us as individuals, and our communities. So before we go into that, I want to remind you that you're listening to the Nonprofit Utopia podcast, and we're talking about ways that you can position yourselves as well as your organizations to take advantage 
of the latest stimulus that is coming out as it relates to COVID-19. And in fact, we don't expect to see much of that come through until March. But right now, I'm going to share with you what I know to be the latest in the stimulus. And this is a proposal, and, you know, it's subject to negotiations and things are probably changing by the minute. But I just want to share with you what I know based on an article from CNN. And this was based on the original proposal back in December. So what can we expect um, first of all, it's a $1.9 trillion proposal, right? And this is based on what um, President-elect Joe Biden did. You know, so he did this as President-elect, and he's still you know, working to push this plan through. Again, it's subject to negotiation. Okay, so this is billed as the American Rescue Plan, and – He's adding nine hundred billion dollars. He's adding to the nine hundred billion dollar legislation from December. So what plan right about now? First of all, he's looking to send another fourteen hundred dollars per person to eligible recipients. And this is on top of the six hundred dollars in payments that were approved in December. And when we talk about the eligible recipients, we're talking about people who earn less than $75,000 a year, and they'll get the full 600 and this is based on December, and then heads of households earning less than $112,500, and married couples filing jointly earning less than 150000 are also due the full amount. So these eligibility requirements are still going to be in effect for that additional $1,400. Okay, so the new payments would go to adult dependents that were left out of the earlier rounds, and you know this would include some children over the age of 17, and again, that is all laid out in the bill. All right. There's also going to be enhanced, so he would, and when I say he, Biden would increase the federal boost the jobless received to $400 a week from the $300 a week that they were getting as of December. Okay, he would also extend the payments along with two pandemic unemployment programs through September And this applies to those in the Pandemic Emergency Unemployment Compensation Program who have exhausted their regular state jobless payments. There's also going to be an extension of the rental assistance and eviction moratorium. And this plan would provide $25 billion in rental assistance for low- and moderate-income households who have just lost jobs during the pandemic. That's in addition to the $25 billion that lawmakers approved back in December. There's going to be another $5 billion that will be set aside to help struggling renters pay their utility bills. Biden is also calling for the $5 billion 
localities assist those at risk of experiencing homelessness. The plan would extend the federal eviction moratorium set to expire at the end of January, and this will go to September 30th, and that's going to allow people with federally guaranteed mortgages to apply for forbearance of those mortgage payments until the end of September. There's also going to be help for the hungry. Biden would extend the 15% increase in food stamps benefits through September instead of having it to expire in June. And then he would invest another $3 billion to help women, infants, and children secure food and give U.S. territories a billion dollars in nutrition assistance. Biden would also partner with restaurants and other entities to provide food to needy Americans and jobs to laid-off restaurant workers. There's going to be more money for child care and child tax credits. Plan calls on Congress to create a $25 billion emergency fund and add $15 billion to an existing grant program to help child care providers. And this would include family child care homes to pay for rent, utilities, and payroll. And this would also include increased costs associated with pandemic-like personnel, I'm sorry, personal protective equipment. The plan also proposes expanding the child care tax credit for one year so that families could get back as much as half of their spending on child care for children under age 13. And if you have any questions, any comments, you want to share any of your experiences, I invite you to please uh, post in our chat room. We would love to hear you know, some of the things that you might be hearing, some of the things that you might be experiencing. And I want to remind you that you're listening to the Nonprofit Utopia podcast, and we're talking about ways that you can build a, be- a better organization, build a better home, uh, take advantage of your, uh, as it relates to the CARES Act, um, the updates that President Biden is sharing. All right? So we're going to see a temporary increase of tax credits, and Biden wants to boost the child tax credit to $3,600, and this will be for children under 6, and for children between 6 and 17, it'll go to 3000 The credit would also be made fully refundable. Biden also proposes to raise the maximum earned income tax credit for a year, and this is going to go to $1,500 for childless adults, and it will go, it's going to increase the income limit for the credit to about $21,000 and expand the age range of eligibility in order to cover older workers. So both of these are going to be aimed at supporting your low-income families, and this is going to include millions of essential workers. There will be subsidies for health insurance premiums. So this is going to be through the 
end of September. And this is for those who have lost work-based health insurance. So there are people who are still working and they need insurance and their companies can no longer cover them. So he wants to expand the Affordable Care Act's premium subsidies so that people who are enrolled in the program don't have to pay more than 8.5% of their income for coverage. And this is also <clears throat> facing a challenge from the Republican-led states. You know, it's already in Supreme Court, so this is, again, one of those things that's going to be subject to negotiation. And Biden is trying to get Congress to provide $4 billion for mental health and substance use disorder services billion to meet the health care needs for veterans. The plan would also call for the restoration of emergency paid leave, and this includes reinstating the paid sick and family leave benefits that expired at the end of December, and these are going to be expanded until, or extended, I'm sorry, until September 30th. And it will also extend the benefit to workers employed at businesses with more than 500 people and less than 50. And this is also going to include federal workers who were excluded from the original program. So under Biden's proposal, people who are sick or quarantining or caring for a child whose school is closed, they will get 14 weeks of paid leave, and the government will reimburse employers with fewer than 500 workers for the full cost providing the leave. There's going to be more assistance for small businesses, and that includes $15 billion to create a new grant program for small business owners, and this is going to be separate from the Paycheck Protection Program. And it also includes making a $35 billion investment in some state, local, tribal, and nonprofit financing programs to make low interest loans and provide venture capital to entrepreneurs. There's going to be aid for states and schools, and this includes $350 billion to state and local governments, and that's going to help them keep their frontline workers employed, and it's also going to be used to distribute the vaccine, increase testing, reopen schools, and maintain vital services. All right, there will be increased support for vaccines and testing. So that will mean an additional $20 billion for a national vaccination program. So this is going to include launching the community vaccination centers around the country and also include mobile units to hard-to-reach areas. And then Biden would also increase the federal support to vaccinate Medicaid enrollees. This proposal is also going to, also going to include, you know, assuming that it's passed in its current form, $50 billion in testing. It's going to provide funds to purchase rapid tests, expand lab capacity, and help schools implement regular testing so that they can reopen. 
and it will also fund the hiring of 100,000 public health workers, and this is going to be triple the community health workforce as it is now. So they really want to make sure that they have you know, boots on the ground in the community who are trained to deal with COVID-19. So this would address health disparities, community health centers, and health services on tribal lands, and it would provide support to long-term care facilities experiencing outbreaks to prisons for mitigation strategies. And it's also calling for a $15 an hour minimum wage. All right, so those are the highlights of the program, and we could talk about what this could mean to you as a nonprofit working in the community. We could talk about it, what it means to you as a small business. Um, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to post in the chat room. If you have any questions or comments, you can also call in. You can call in and comment at 347-884-8121. Again, that number is 347-884-8121. I also invite you to go to YouTube. Go to the Nonprofit Utopia YouTube channel, and there you'll be able to hear you know, our breakdown of, of what the um, Biden coronavirus plan entails and also how that particular plan impacts the community. So with this new legislation and with that plan, we can definitely expect to see more collaboration among community members to address the COVID-19 endemic, uh, pandemic in their communities. This would mean uh, more collaboration to address the issue, and, and when I talk about collaboration, I'm talking about collaboration amongst nonprofit organizations, our elected officials, our schools, and other entities that make sure that our kids can get vaccinated and get back in school, make sure that our community members, our seniors, are well taken care of as well. I would also expect to see more funding for those particular efforts. So if you are a nonprofit organization that is focused on delivering services to help folks with the pandemic, uh, I would suggest very strongly that you keep your ear to the ground. I believe um, given this package that you know, starting in March we'll probably be hearing about money hitting the street to actually fund some of the work that you do. And I also encourage you that when you do do this work that you look beyond just the outreach but also think about how you can convert this work that you're doing into actual programs that will have goals, objectives, and then some ways that will see some impact to the community beyond just the number of people served but we'll also begin, hopefully, to see the incidence of coronavirus come down in our community. So, again, if you have any questions, any comments that you want to share, please post them in our chat room or give us a call and let us know what your experience has been 
Our number is 347-884-8121. Again, that number is 347-884-8121. All right, it doesn't look like we have any questions or comments. So that being the case, I'm going to cut it off right here. I want to say thank you so much for joining us. If you have any questions, any comments, please feel free to email me at valleyfleonard at nonprofitutopia.com. And I look forward to talking with you again next week. We're going to be coming on next Wednesday. Talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.